0: If you have your Bible, I direct your attention to the writing of the prophet Isaiah. I'll read one verse, the first verse of Isaiah 40. While you're turning there again to all of our guests, and I just might add it's such a great privilege to have Sister Masha Cooper with us today. We're so happy that you're with us, Masha, and all of our first-time guests. We're thrilled that you're here at First Church. We'll have a pastor's reception with you in just a few moments. We are grateful that you're here. I'm thankful for the presence of the Lord that's here. Wow, it's rich, it's real, it's strong, it's sweet, it's a privilege to be in His presence. Every Sunday, I don't want to take for granted what we have each Sunday here in the house of the Lord. And I'm so appreciative for His presence as I know you are. The first word of the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah is comfort. Somebody say that with me, comfort. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. The Lord speaks to us and says, Comfort ye my people. I want to talk to you for just a few moments today from this thought. Comfort in the midst of chaos. Comfort in the midst of chaos. It seems that this world presents to us chaos at a level that is exceeding even our understanding or ability to understand. Each week it seems something happens that we say, how can these things be? Can it get any worse? And it will. But in the midst of chaos, in the midst of Of crisis. There is a word that comes from the Lord, and that word is comfort ye comfort ye my people. Give my people a word that in the midst of their chaos and in the midst of their crisis, they might know that I am with them and I am for them and there is comfort for their chaos. I'd like for you, if you would just lift your hands and your voice and thank God that he is a God of comfort. Thank God that he is a God that can speak Peace in the midst of peril. Somebody let me hear your voice as you talk to Him and tell Him how thankful you are today that He is a God that is with you and for you and on your side. Somebody that's sincerely thankful. Take a moment and express gratitude to God for being a God of comfort in the midst of chaos. God, I clap my hands, I lift my voice and I rejoice in You that You will come through and that you will be what I need you to be in the middle of my trouble, in the middle of my trial. I can talk to you and you'll help me through the hell that's happening. God bless you. Thank you for standing and you may be seated. We find that the world that we live in isn't getting better. It seems to me to be getting worse at a pace that is hard to fathom how that it can continue. I I don't understand how that we can see our world so swiftly, so swiftly reaching a time that is a time that... That brings fear and chaos and causes much confusion and certainly anxiety and fear. These are all words that I share with you today that you're well aware of because unless you are as an ostrich and you've buried your head in the sand, then you know that the world that we live in is getting worse on a weekly basis. It's it's something that's happening so rapid, it's something something that's happening so quickly that it's seems that the church cannot keep up with the crisis that continues to unfold. If it's not this, it's that. If it's not that, it's this. And then it's a little bit of this, 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 and that. It seems like the world is getting worse so quickly that we cannot compete. But I have a word for you today on this Sunday. And I want you to understand that in this sanctuary is someone that can speak peace to a troubled world. I want somebody to hear me today. The Holy Ghost is a power that can help you through the hell that's happening in your life. The strength of the Spirit can undergird you and you can survive this storm. Comfort ye. Comfort ye my people. Isaiah spoke the word that the word had spoken to him. He speaks to us what the Savior has spoken to him and that is the same world that he lived in. A world of chaos and crisis that you can speak to my people and my people can know that I will help them in the middle of their hell. You know when you think about what's going on in this world you realize that you cannot make it a day without holding to the hand of the one that holds tomorrow. I don't know how you feel about it but I see clearly. need jesus more than i've ever needed jesus before i have to have the power of the holy ghost working in my life more than i ever have before i can't face the day i won't face tomorrow without knowing that i have hold to the power that's the holy ghost power so important for us to see the significant of The significance of our Savior And we can't we can't afford to miss a Sunday We can't afford to miss an opportunity To get to the house of the Lord Sister Lula Bell we talk about it on Wednesday nights Why would anybody want to miss An opportunity to receive what we I don't know how you feel about it I can't make it from Sunday to Sunday And just live off a Sunday high I have to have the presence of the Holy Ghost Alive and well on the inside of me When I wake up in the morning And when I lay my head to rest I need to know that there's a God that is with me And a God that is for me There's a reason why some people can't sleep at night It's because they haven't had an experience With a Savior that says I'll be there tomorrow I'll be there when you face your fear I'll be there and I'm on your side And I'm with you and I'm for you The prophet talks about Making the crooked paths straight He talks about Valleys Being exalted and Mountains being made low. I want to tell you, friend, I don't need to spend a lot of time. You've already read about it. You've already seen it. You've already witnessed it. On a weekly basis, we find one horror story after another as it unfolds. And you say, how can it get any more crooked? How can it get any lower? How can the mountain be any higher? I didn't come to tell you today that the mountain won't get higher or the valley won't get lower or the road won't become more crooked. But I did come to tell you that He can make the crooked path straight and He can bring down the mountain that stands in your way, and he can pick you up from the valley that seems so low. I want somebody to hear what I'm preaching to you so desperately and so passionately on this Sunday. You can't make it without God. You won't make it without God, but with God. But with God. I'm speaking words of comfort, not words of dismay and depressive words. I'm speaking to you passionately about a purpose, a plan. Get closer to God than you've ever been before because with God. The crooked becomes straight. The valley is exalted. The mountain is brought low. With God, with God, with God. Comfort, comfort ye my people, saith the Lord. I speak words of comfort today, not words of crisis, not words of chaos, but words of comfort from our Savior as the prophet writes we are perhaps more familiar with the writer when he says hast thou not known hast thou not heard that the great God of glory fainteth not neither is he weary brother Marty he hasn't run out of resource he's not unable to come through for you Our Savior has the ability to do for you what you need Him to. There's not a crisis. There's not a chaos. There's not a difficulty. There's not a dilemma that He can't solve. There's not a situation that He can't solve. There's not a circumstance that He can't turn around. What He wants you to know is that He can. Hast thou not known? I want you to know. I don't want anybody leaving this house today saying, well, I didn't know that God could come through for me. That's why I'm standing here in this sanctuary on this Sunday declaring with confidence that if you... will get God alive in your life. That He will help you through the hell that's happening in your home. He will deliver you from the difficulty that you're dealing with, whatever it is. My God, have you not heard? I'm trying to tell you. God is on your side. God will see you through. God will save you. He will help you. He will heal you. No offense, but even the youth shall faint. We were talking about it today. Sweet Sister Alta was talking about the days of her youth. And I was telling them, I wish that I would have known then what I know now and could have done with then what I know now. But it doesn't work that way. The passion and the exuberance and the of youth. It's well documented. People when they, you know, I mean it's kind of disheartening that when athletes get in their 30s they talk about them being too old. You know what I'm saying? I mean that's just pretty disheartening especially a guy in the middle of his 50s. It's getting younger and younger that they are Reaching their prime, so to speak. It hasn't been that long ago. I remember back in the day, as they say, that I thought I could tackle anything. Bring it on. I'm big, I'm bad, I can handle it. And now, well, like I said, I know better now. There's a reason why I don't play basketball and baseball and softball anymore because my mind still writes the checks, but my body don't cash them anymore. Don't have that them and that vigor and that tenacity and that ability. His age has taken its toll and other things I'm certain. But as I consider that, I see and understand that simply being young and having ability does not solve your situation. Simply being intelligent and having knowledge does not solve your situation. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the great God of glory fainteth not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Even the youth shall faint. What's he saying there? He's saying, hey, I want you to know that with knowledge and understanding, even with the ability that youth have, even the youth shall faint. Everyone in our natural ability, at some point it will falter and it will fail. But when it does, let us know that the God that is on our side is much more than able. This is where knowledge comes into play. And I want to tell all of you young people, if you haven't faced the trial of your life, you will. What's unfortunate to me is it seems that the trial of our life is happening younger and younger and younger. That's why it's so important for First Church to have a thriving children's ministry and a thriving youth ministry. Because I'm telling you, church, young people and children are facing things that we never dreamed that they would have to face. And we can't understand Because we aren't dealing with it at their age But let me talk to the young people To the kids, moms and dads And grandmas and grandpas And tell you I will make known to you with clarity today That our Savior is still able to save That our healer is still able to heal That our God is still God And I have a word of comfort for you in this house Everyone young and old God is well able God is well able And willing to help you Look at your neighbor and say, that's good news. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall Walk and not faint. And that is perhaps the most well-known passage of the prophet. That they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That they that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as an eagle. Shall run and not be weary. Shall walk and not faint. And all that sounds good until you're running and you're weary and you're walking and you're faint and you don't feel like you could fly, you more feel like you could die. But when we get to that point, We need someone to show up on a Sunday morning and maybe even into the afternoon as it were and declare with confidence and clarity that there is a God that when he said it, he meant it and he wants to speak comfortably to you and give you comfort that you may feel like you're going to die, but it's time to fly. You may feel like that you're weary, but it's time to run. You may feel like you're about to faint, but it's time to keep walking. I came to preach to you today that God is with you and for you and will help you. The 43rd chapter begins with two words. Two powerful words. But now. But now. Meaning to me that what it used to be it isn't anymore. You had to wait, but now you can't afford to wait. You had to wait, but now the crisis is so severe that you have to have instant and immediate access, that you have to act. Now, and that's why when he says, but now, I want you to know the way that it used to be, that's all good. But now is a time for you to access the Almighty instantly. You can't wait till tomorrow. You don't need to wait till next Sunday. Don't wait till you go to camp. Don't wait for a convention. This isn't time to wait for a special service. This is a special service. It's a service that he speaks comfort in the midst of your chaos. It's a service That the Savior says, hey, I want your attention. Right now is the time for me to do for you what you need me to. Somebody say, but now. But now. But now. But now because I have redeemed you. I've paid the price. I've paid the price. I've talked about it before. Before. I found out when COVID came, I'd never done it before. Some of you are experts. I won't get into names, but I know some that you can order things online in your sleep and maybe you have because it just comes so natural to click, 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 click and it's done. And then a little while later it shows up in the mailbox. Online ordering is something that I didn't ever do it because I don't really like it. Whenever I have an opportunity to talk to somebody on the phone and get an actual person, did you know that's one of the prompts now? If you'd like to speak to an actual person, push three. That's me. I want to talk to an actual person because I don't trust computers and I don't trust this and that. I want to talk to somebody and have them tell me. I want clarity from someone that I can actually hear their voice and know that it's not a computer. Remember when... COVID came, that was not a possibility and there were some things that I wanted and needed and so what I figured out is I better figure out how to do this and so I would go in and find out shopping online that they had available the things that I wanted and so I'd click on that and when I clicked on it, it went up into this, this cute little anybody ever seen that cute little shopping cart at the top anybody know what I'm talking about? Most people are here that know that. I mean, some of you people that still have rotary dial phones, you're looking at me like, what is pastor talking about? Just, Go listen to your eight track. It'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? It's fine. But you know, what you do, you click on that and it just goes up in that little cart. And Tyler, when I click on it, it's like click once and puts the number one up there and then click again and puts the number two up there and then click, click and I got three, four and it's just four long. I mean, it's just click, click, click and there's, there's this number in my cart and then Then it comes to the one part that that I don't like. It's called checkout. You know what I'm saying? Does anybody know what I'm talking about when it says checkout? Okay. Well, I'm going to check out what all I've been picking. And then I'm going to find out when I check out how much it's going to cost. And then I start thinking, you know, I don't know if I need that. So take that out of the cart. Take that out of the cart. And I find the price. That I have to pay. And that's when I have to decide how badly do I want what's in the car. How badly do I want what I've decided to get today. I have to determine if the price is worth Pain. You know what? I want somebody to understand what happened. When you walked into this sanctuary today, you walked in with a need. You walked in with a crisis. You walked in with a circumstance. You walked in with needs and you walked in with problems. And He has presented to you today the possibility of solving that situation. The possibility of taking care of that trial or delivering you from this particular difficulty. And it's available. And you can in the Spirit... Say, you know what? I'd like to have that, Pastor. And I'd like to be delivered. And I'd like to be set free. And I'd like to be healed. And you put it all in your cart. Well, I want you to understand. We're getting close to checkout time. I know what time it is. It's time for everybody to understand that everything and everything and everything that you need is available in this house today. It's whether or not we're willing at checkout to pay. Because... When you fill out that information and you give them that credit card number and then you tell them when it expires and then you give the CCV, it's about time. Click. Confirmation and congratulation comes your way. And it won't be long. Won't be long until they'll be bringing that package and saying, This is what you ordered. This is what you paid for There it is You can have it I've got words of comfort today for you Because many of you When you get to check out You're going to see the price And you're going to say I can't afford that I don't have that I don't have the ability to pay that price But I want to remind you of this one thing Hast thou not heard Do you not know The great God of glory fainteth not... There is no searching of his understanding. He's able to pay for what you need today because he paid the price a long time ago on Calvary's Hill. He trudged up Golgotha's Hill and died the death of the cross so that on a Sunday like this Sunday, you could walk into the sanctuary and say, I need healing. I need deliverance. I need salvation. I need my marriage put back together. I need my kids to be saved. I want this. I want this. And I I want that. And then when it's time to check out and you see, you can't afford it. He said, I paid the price that you could have it all. I want to comfort you today and tell you there is hope for your hell. There is deliverance from your difficulty. There is a solution to your scenario and it was all paid by our Savior. Stand with me if you would. Perhaps now is the time for you to consider checking out. I don't literally mean checking out and leaving and going home. I mean coming and getting what's in your cart, what's in your spirit, what you need, what you need from your Savior. Heads bowed, eyes closed if you would be so kind. As this allows the ability for some who perhaps would be uncomfortable to acknowledge need in the presence of everyone as they view so I ask you if you would be so kind as to be considerate of those keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed as you consider the chaos and the crisis and the circumstance and the situation and the hell that's happening in your home or your circumstance, whatever it is that you're dealing with, so many people dealing with so many things, hear me in the Holy Ghost The God, of glory came to this house on this Sunday to to help you to save you, to heal you, if you're here and you have a need, I just want you to lift your hand right now, if you have a need, you're here and you have a need, just lift your hand hands being raised all across the congregation if no, there's no shame in that Truly, if we were all honest, everyone would have lifted their hand because we all have needs. I want those of you that lifted your hand or perhaps wish that you would have to hear me when I tell you that God doesn't have anything that's out of stock. God doesn't have anything... That is temporarily discontinued. God doesn't have anything that is not accessible today. God has healing. God has help. God has salvation. God has deliverance. God has what you need. I wonder right now every person that lifted your hand and those that perhaps wish that you would have if you want what God has for you I want you to simply step out from where you are and come to the altar and just lift your hands and then your voice and thank him for what he's going to do for you I want words of faith to come out of your mouth and say thank you Jesus for giving me this thank you Lord for providing that thank you Lord for paying the price that I might have hope that I might have healing that I might Have help that I might have salvation, that I might have deliverance. Come on, that's it. I want you to talk to the Lord right now and begin to thank Him because He is doing what you need Him to do. He is coming through in your crisis. He is speaking comfort to your chaos. There is help. There is hope. There is healing. Come and receive what the Savior has for you today. Working in this place.